Welcome to the Playmaker Podcast, a podcast for people who want to sell differently. Playmakers wage war against traditional sales and win. Remember, success is just one play away. Welcome to the Playmaker Podcast. Today we go we go rogue. You've got uh, Gabe Larson here. I've been wondering if I should actually go by Gabriel versus Gabe. Um, but at the moment I do go by Gabe. Um, someone said to me the other day, do you think it would be more professional uh, to go by Gabriel? Um, and for some reason I was like, yeah, I don't know. Um, that is my name. I've just never gone by that. So... Um, if you think I should go by Gabriel, by all means, let me know. But that was the first time. For some reason, I mean, I people have called me that in the past, but it never like struck me. But this time, I was like, yeah, I don't know, maybe I should. But um, any random thoughts? Um, uh, uh we are going to get into it here in just a minute. Uh, a couple of thoughts that I had that were just on my mind. Uh, I visited a company. Uh, doesn't matter where. I'm talking with um the person who runs the company and we were talking about why companies don't work and um you know especially in this in this SaaS in this tech space it seems like sometimes companies have all the right ingredients but they're not able to put these ingredients together to make a cake <laughs> Is that the? That's not the analogy I was really looking for, but you know what I mean. It's like, you know, I visit these companies, you guys, and um, it, that is right. That is the right analogy. You know, they've got a lot going for them. They've got, they're talking the right lingo, they're talking the right talk, but they're not able to actually put it together. And I was debating uh, with this person, why is that the case? Um, you know, the word silos often comes up and that's certainly a problem. You know, my, my thought is often that you need a quarterback. You you do need someone to spearhead and take stuff by the reins. You know, sometimes I run into the problem. I've seen this in myself. You know, I, I, typically, I've, I want to do it myself. You know, I want to do it myself rather than empower others. Um, that's a weakness I think a lot of us have. Um, I have a little easier time if I'm, I'm running the show. I have a little harder time if I, I've got to work with other function and, and, and empower others, uh, you know, make it that make them think it's their idea. I don't know what, whatever that falls into, but, um, I feel like that is kind of a consistent theme. Um, as, as these companies get bigger, uh, one of the problems they run into is, they got great things, but they're not able to bring that together. And, um, you know, my, my takeaway is I still think you need a quarterback. I still think you need somebody um, who can put all of those pieces, the running back and the receiver, and, hey, get off the line or hand them the ball. they got to direct traffic. Um, and if you don't have that competent person, you're in a bad place. That leads to number two. I was talking with another company. Um and they're they're trying to start kind of this sales transformation project. That seems to be the buzzword, right? A lot of people talk in sales transformation. <laughs> Not that that's a bad term. I just don't know if we know what what it means. Um, 
and I, I was, uh, it's a big company um, up in the Pacific Northwest. And, and this um, woman, we won't say names, doesn't matter, but she said to me, um, you know, I said, hey, we can talk about, I'm not the most knowledgeable person in the world, but I've, I've been around the, the, the block a couple of times. Um, I'd be happy to have a, some conversations. With you. you know, let's talk through uh, some different things that may, may be helpful to you. And I threw out different concepts. We could talk about compensation or sales structure or, you know, campaign strategy, um, social. I mean, come on, everyone wants to talk about social, right? <laughs> Except for yours truly. Um you know, and the and the thing she jumped onto, and I thought it was interesting. She said, "I want to talk about you know the laying a foundation for sales transformation, or I want you know really figuring out how to lay a foundation to do a sales acceleration project correctly." And I was like, "Whoa, that's you know not didn't really go for the shiny object per se. Went more for kind of the fundamental piece." And when 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 push came to shove, she said, "You know what is what's the thing we've got to got to got to got to." get right when it comes to these types of projects and she put me on the spot and you know ken and i if you listen to a couple episodes back um you know ken and i have been working on this concept around sales transformation and these five key steps um and so i i took her through that you know you got to have um you got to have an executive sponsor you've got to get uh, a strong governance structure in place that has kind of a steering and ops committee and then you got to get this idea of people engaged and then you've got to get your process right right and then you got to get your numbers your baseline and your weigh-ins all right and then you got to start moving levers um so i walk, walk walk them through kind of this concept and she says what what is most important you know what was the thing that you know we gotta 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 get right and i thought about all of these projects um that i've participated in or these these hundreds of companies i've visited and again going back to this concept they've got this um they got the tools you know they got, they're paying people the right the right amount they got a lot of great people there um but it's that executive sponsor man ah <laughs> you know you gotta have that you gotta have someone who doesn't delegate to delegate is to die. Um, someone who's just gonna hold people to the fire doesn't come in and then you know direct traffic and then three months later, uh, you know pop back in. You've got to have somebody who is a constant force, um, communication constantly visible. Um, you know managing upwards and downwards. That quarterback, that executive sponsor, it just becomes becomes so 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 important so those are a couple thoughts that i uh, wanted to share with you today um but we do have a great guest um and that guest is a gentleman by the name of lee bartlett lee how the heck are you I'm well, Gabe. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> oh man, you know the thing is, this guy rose from fame. He was a nobody, man, but now he's a, he's huge. I'm teasing. I don't mean to mock you, nobody. He actually did something great. He's got a book. He was just telling me he wrote this book, and and it's kept him busy. And I'm like, the only reason it's kept you busy is because it's a damn good book. That's that's the problem. Uh, when you write a good book, you get kept busy. So, Lee, appreciate you jumping on the show. Can you tell the audience just real quick a little bit about yourself? And what you're up to uh, over there across the pond? Sure. I've been a long time uh, sales pro. Uh, love my job, love my work. 
wrote a book, as you said, Gabe, <laughs> as you said, and uh, called the number one bestseller, talking about how I was able to work myself repeatedly to the top of my industry uh, on a number of occasions. And uh, it's all got a bit nuts, as we were just saying. So uh, Man, thanks for having seriously. me on the show and uh, yeah. a very impromptu <laughs> appearance <laughs> yeah the funny thing is you guys i actually just reached out to lead a chat then i flipped a quick one on him and said you're live on the playmaker podcast um so i'm just gonna we're going q a here and then he's gonna jump out with his family here in the next five minutes but lee the number one question in on sales reps minds is always how the heck do i hit my number i mean you've put a kind of repeatable systematic approach but if you had one thing to give to a sales rep out of the millions of things we were saying, I think you've got millions of things in your head. But if you just someone put a gun to your head right now, said, Lee, how do I hit my number this month, this quarter? You would reply with outwork everybody. Yeah, that's what I would say. Just just yeah. out, talk to more people, outwork people and get it. You get the job done. I mean, there's, yeah, you know- there's no substitute. Yeah. And sometimes, man, we're trying to find, I mean, you and I were just talking social selling here and we're always looking for shortcuts. We're always looking for quality. We're always looking for just work, you know, get down, get dirty, get it done. I want to shift real quick and ask you about social selling because we talked a little bit about that. I I jumped on the other day and and ticked some people off because I said social selling is basically (laughs) a waste of time. (laughs) Oh man, did you see that article? Seriously, I've got people, I got people like, Call, man, you think Death I threats. said their religion was was uh, wrong or something? I mean, they just blasphemed me. I got I got like death threats on on LinkedIn here. Um, tell me your quick thoughts on social selling. I mean, obviously there's value in LinkedIn and social, and I sometimes I just like to be a punk. But what um, what, what advice do you give to sales reps? Kind of any quick process or steps you can kind of give to get them moving in the right direction. I'll take anything that comes my way. So any tool that you could give me that made me more effective, I would, I would take. But there is nothing more effective than talking to people. It's just the way I see it. So if I was going to move around a market, yes, I would have multiple strategies going on. One of them would be social. I'd certainly be in there connected with the right people and looking for multiple touch points. But I certainly wouldn't have it substitute getting hold of people or I wouldn't want to delay my pipeline in any way. From, totally. from getting hold of people. So if you can't yeah, and, and concisely so, articulate your message on the, you know, on the telephone, you, how can you concisely articulate it over email or over social? So I, I think I love I, that. I yeah, love the, it. the same fundamental thread goes through every form of communication. But, uh, but in terms of speed and in terms of uh, interpersonal outreach, that, that, that's got to be the, the trump card. But do I value yeah. it? Yeah, I, I work at my yeah. social presence. Yeah. Yeah, but but you but not for very long. I mean, it sounded like you uh, were a little late to the game on LinkedIn. Is that okay to say on here? <laughs> well, you know, when you've got your head down, I get it. It's time consuming. Yeah, you I actually mean, had to sell. You actually had to sell. You couldn't just get, oh, oh, oh man, social it. sellers beware. Oh man, that was a hashtag death of social selling. <laughs> Um, no, so, um, I got, this is kind of rapid fire. I got a couple more questions for you. So, uh, I want to make sure we put a link to the book. Um, number one bestseller. If, uh, if I read that book kind of cover to cover, what's the, what's the takeaway message that I would get from it? Well, I hope you get the three things that it mentions on the cover, you know, the, the mindset of, of what it takes to, to win. I hope you would get a sense of strategy or preparation. You know, it's a lot of people in my career suggested that, that I was just very lucky. And I, I wrote the book to demonstrate that, that I kind of created my own luck 
through rigorous mm. preparation. So I hope you get a sense for, for what goes into creating luck <laughs> and, uh, and the process, the defined processes that, that, that I would go through and the other top salespeople I've seen have been through to allow them to consistently overachieve. Uh, I don't think it's just a, a turn up and wing it type scenario. I've never seen anybody do that consistently. So I wanted to share all of the things that I did through you know, a 15 year career of, uh, of doing it better than other people. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously the book covers the gamut of, you know, um, strategizing, making sure you got the right work ethic. It gets into some of the tactics. As you th- break up some of these areas of sales, prospecting, that's certainly one of the areas that salespeople struggle with the most. A- any kind of takeaways or uh, secrets you've found to either get yourself to do the prospecting in the first place, because I think that's sometimes that's the biggest problem. People just don't even do it. But any tips on actually getting your butt in the seat, getting on the phone, getting the right people, getting in front of them, having the conversation? Yeah, I mean, I, I never had to motivate myself to, to prospect or to prepare or to do mm. the things that people kind of feel like they need to get G'd up to do, because I always work to a, a personal goal. So I always I had a, an earning number in my head that I wanted to achieve. And then I back extrapolated my processes from what I wanted to earn. It just so yeah. happens that that earning potential was in line with the company targets. And, uh, and I made sure they were all hit simultaneously. So in terms of prospecting, I time blocked my, my energy and I time blocked my time, obviously, to, to dedicate the right resources to getting the job done. And, uh, and I made sure I did just that bit more than everybody else. So yeah, it was yeah. uh, it was very important to to have that strategy and that process. I like it. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit of a goal, and then you made sure you just did whatever it takes to hit the goal. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, the so other thing, think- the other thing I will say, you know, is is and, and a lot of people might not be in this position because they might already be in in roles, but a big part of what I believe was uh, part of my success was in picking the right product before I even joined. So I had very specific key markers for the type of product that I wanted to work on. I wanted it low on the product adoption curve. Uh, I wanted to be able to ride that crest of adoption, charge the highest margin for it. So I had mm. a set that I share in the book of, of reasons that I chose specific companies. And I believe that you can be a great salesperson, but if you pick the wrong product, you're kind of doomed. Or if you've got the wrong boss, or, you know, there's so many, there's a lot there's so of many obstacles that can, yeah, that, that can hinder your path to success but I tried to make sure that I avoided those as I went through the process and I shared that. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So so I don't think a lot of people don't think about that, right? They think it's all on themselves and they do got a lot of it, but at the same time, I think there's something about your environment, certainly in the tech space, the product. All right, man, closing, closing question here for you. Um, Closing strategies. Uh, Let's go with the same theme. Um, You know, I'm getting close to the end. Um, You know, I got to kind of commit somebody um, any tips or tactics that you believe that helps a sales rep finalize and close that deal? Well, I'm, I'm of the belief that a deal should sort of close itself if yeah. you've done the bit before correctly. So if you haven't yeah. adequately addressed objections, if you haven't uh, adequately demonstrated value, you know, you, when you get to the end of the process, you have a hole. And that's when it kind of falls down. So, so I, I tried to build in, and what I tried to show in the book was how I built that strategy. That value, that kind sure of value I, from the. Mm-hmm, that's right, and, and, and you know what? And if you get to the end and you're negotiating, you know, you can't negotiate on no value. 
Yeah. <laughs> right? So so if you haven't if you haven't laid you'll that lose that one every time. It, it's a process, and so you know, in, in terms of closing, I don't believe there are tricks or little yeah. things you can do. There's just does it add value and how much does it add? And that directly relates to the price. So I, I, I would have no issue asking for the business at the end or simply just sending the, sending the contract. <laughs> well, you're right. I mean, if you set it up that way, um, yeah, well, typically, the clo- typically the close is kind of a natural, natural result of kind of a value-based selling process. Um, yeah. Although sometimes easier said than done. Well, Lee, I know your time is short here. Um, if someone wants to get a hold of you, what's the best way to, to, to do that or kind of find your stuff? Uh, I'm everywhere, I hope. <laughs> That's <laughs> true, man. I wanted, to see, I wanted to see where you were going to direct people because you're everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> My website's a great place, leebartlettsbestseller.com. Uh, blog every week, once an article a week. Uh, I'm pretty active on social, Twitter and LinkedIn. So please connect, guys. Love to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll let you go. Closing, closing remarks, closing comments. Uh, anything you want to leave the audience with? Love inside sales. Great, great company. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, man, I was just out in London and uh, I was thinking of people to go see, but Lee, I thought was such a big deal. I was like, you know what? I just won't bother him. But now I'm thinking, man, I should have went and bought him lunch. But I know he's uh, heading to dinner with the missus. You got one kid. You you married, got a kid. Is that? Yeah, yeah. Got a little girl, little angel. So yeah, it's all good, man. Love of my life. So yeah. Yeah, man. What a great life. What a great man. I can't complain. Mr. Mr. Uh, Lee Bartlett. Thanks so much for joining, my man, and uh, have a great day. Pleasure. Thanks, Gabe.